0: Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's Word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today.
1: Let's have a prayer. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for being so patient with us and understanding. Thank you, Lord, for just being there when we didn't know you were there. And in spite of us and our attitudes and behavior, you stood by us. So all I can say is thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just can't thank you enough. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, Evangelist Turner if she would read. Amen. Uh, Matthew's ten and thirty, Luke twelve and seven, Ephesians six and one, six and eleven.
0: Amen. Amen. Starting with Matthew's uh, ten, verse thirty, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Amen. Are we're going to Luke 12 and verse 7. And it says, But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows. Amen. Okay, and the last verse is from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. So true. Now, uh,
1: coming down here today, uh, the Lord put on my heart to bring up the subject of prayer. I've heard many people say, I don't know how to pray. You know, we ask people, well, why don't you just pray? I don't know how to pray. You pray to God through Jesus. Now, when I say to God through Jesus, you're praying to God, but Jesus is the mediator. So everything in word or deed, you do all in the name of Jesus. So when you pray, you pray to God, the creator of all things in the name of Jesus. And you pray to him like you talk to your mom or your dad. Just talk to him. You know, when you, you take a problem to your father uh, or your, your mother, uh, knowing that uh, whatever you tell your father or mother, that's going to be left in the family. It's going to be secret. It's going to be kept. You got protection. You pray. To God, to God, the creator, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you talk, you talk to God, to Jesus, as though you're talking to your dad in an humble way. Just, Dad, I got a problem. Dad, I'm in need of this. Mom, I've got a problem. Mom, I'm in the need of this. Mom, I have a problem. I don't know what to do about it, Mother. I don't know what to do about it, Dad. I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like what I've done. But I just can't help it. I just, I just I come to you to, 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 to lay this on you so that you can tell me what to do. That's a prayer to God. If you talk to God, just honesty from the heart. Now, how can you be saved? Now, you've got to be careful about that. Some people just will come into the church, you know, and, and, and sign your name, or give me your credit card, and, and pay your tithes and your dues, and, and you'll be saved. I don't care how many tithes and dues you pay. If you don't repent of your sins, you will never be saved. You hear what I said? See, they got so many shysters out there. that's so concerned about money. We all need money. Lord knows. And that's why I ask you, and I thank all of you that send donations to this program. It's because it's needed. But it's not one of those things that you want to sacrifice your soul for. You know, it's just that it's, it's everything that we do in this society in America there's a price on it. They would charge you for the air you breathe if, it could, if they could get away with it. And not, they already charge you for water. Oh, yeah, they still charge you for air. You don't believe me? Get a flat. Or go down there and get a that nail taken out. Or, or, or you, you have a, a decrease in, 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 uh, in the power, the, the, the air that's in your tire, and find out if it's free. <laughs> it's not free. But the air that we breathe, they would charge us for that if they could. The thing I'm trying to say to you, brothers and sisters, we got to get real. When I was trying to find my way uh, to God, and I I, I didn't think I was a bad person. I never really hurt anybody except me staying out too late, you know, drinking too much, uh, partying too hard, you know, this kind of thing. Um, but basically... All of the harm I was committing was mostly to myself, against me. Uh, I may have hurt somebody's feelings uh, once in a while. I don't know about that. If I did, I'm sorry. I want to repent of that. Whatever I've done, Lord, that was against you in the past, Lord, or in the future, Lord, forgive me. I just want to be saved. you know. And I, I had a problem with, with the making sure that I was doing the right thing. Now, you would say, well, you were in church. Yeah. I went to church, but I saw so many bad things going on in the church. Many of the people there, including the pastor, had better, worse attitudes than I had towards uh, uh, serving God, doing the right thing. They all seemed to be doing the wrong thing. The church I was in, instead of them coming to glorify God, they seemed to be trying to come there to glorify themselves. You know, in the beginning, that was fine. But I realized later there's got to be something wrong with this. You know, everybody doing the same thing. Am I pleasing to God? Now, that is when the problem in my life uh, really uh, come uh, surfaced is because I wanted to do the right thing. If I'm going to serve God, am I serving him the way he wants me to serve him? Is my pastor that's cheating on his wife, is that all right in the eyes of God? Uh, The deacon that's lying on the pastor, is that right? You see all of these wrong things going on, and you begin to question, what's going on? Your salvation, your soul, is the most important, the most valuable thing you possess, and it was given to you by God. Now, it's left to you now to protect it. Do the right thing. Are you doing the right thing uh, in order to be saved? What do you have to do to be saved? Stop your sinning. What is sin? Everybody is sinning. Not everybody. Just everybody you see. People around you. Maybe your mother and daddy. They're sinning. That don't mean you've got to sin. You need to pull yourself away was that in the Bible that God sent out away from his family because they were doing wrong Moses is that Abraham I'm asking my wife and she looking in her purse <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Moses yeah Moses yeah and, and his, his family was uh, not pleasing to God so, so, God decided to send him away uh, from around his family. Sometimes your family is wrong. Now, let me tell you something. It doesn't make a difference where you came from, who your mom and dad is. God placed you in her womb so that you, she could give birth to you so that you could serve God the way he wants you to serve. God chose you. If you Brothers and sisters, listen to me. If you have a body, you are flesh and blood, you are human, you were chosen by God to be who you are, or whom he wants you to be, or who you should be. God chose you separately from all of the others that he could have chosen from, whatever your name uh, might be. He chose you to serve him. He's not going to force you to serve him. He chose you in hope that you would appreciate and serve him freely from your heart. So, what should you do? Repent of any sins you committed. Some people don't know when they're sinning. Everybody seems to be sinning. So, you got to talk to God. Lord, what is sinful? Study your Bible. Find out what is sin, what is not. What does God expect you to do? That's what I did for years. Just looking around, going to different churches, just looking around, different buildings, trying to introduce myself to different people, just keeping my mouth shut and observing what was going on around me. I felt like if I'm going to serve God, And I'd made up my mind to serve God. I just didn't know how. I saw so much sin going on. I knew the
2: sin was wrong. I knew it was
1: wrong, but everybody was doing it. But I made up my mind to try to find out what is right. What do I have to do to please God? And I'm going to tell you something. That is really not an easy thing. You would think it would be easy, but it's not. Because you've got Satan running interference, trying to get you to see it his way. And he's got a lot of demons, a lot of bad spirits on his side. That's helping him to help keep you confused as what to do. Satan does not want to lose against God. He know that God love you. Let me tell you something.
2: Let me tell you something.
1: God love you more than any of the other creations. God love you. He created all of these beautiful trees and all of the greeneries and the, tree, the oceans and the, the seas and the, the ponds and uh, the lakes. Uh, oh, God, beautiful. The birds. Amen. The bees. Amen. All of these other beautiful animals, the elephants, of, oh, God just created everything of beauty. But his prized creation, now listen to me, was you. Whatever you, your name might be, whatever your race is, whatever your color might be, he chose you.
2: Out of all the other
1: spirits, beings out there, and there were millions of them. You were the only one that he found qualified to place you in your mother's womb. You are really special. All of mankind that God saw fit to give flesh and blood to is special to him. You are special. And when he created the first man, the first woman, he was so elated. After after all of the other beautiful things that God created, when he created man
2: and woman, he said to himself, one, the father,
1: to himself to the Word, to himself, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost.
2: Number three, look what we have
1: done. We made man in our image. Oh, praise. Oh, praise be. Look what we have done. Oh, he loved what he had done. He just saw. What he had done, he was so elated, so happy, and guess what Satan was observing all the time because Satan was already looking for a way that he could hurt God's feelings, that he could get next to God, that he could make God uncomfortable, just anything he was just a rotten kid, a rotten creation, even though the Bible say how beautiful God had created him, how intelligent God had created him. So it was such a beautiful voice that he could entertain God, put him in charge of the choir, the holy choir. Uh,
2: And he couldn't be satisfied. He's going to try to bring down the creator, the creator of him.
1: Oh, it's a war going on, folks. How do you pray? You pray to God like you would talk to your mom and your dad with love, in love.
2: Lord, this is my problem.
1: I am being lured in the wrong direction. Help me, Lord. I'm doing wrong, and I know it's wrong, but I don't want to do wrong. It's just that I can't help it. I find myself doing wrong when I want to do right. Help me, Lord. That's all you've got to do in the name of Jesus. Who is Jesus?
2: Who is Jesus? He is the son of God. He is number two. Jesus. Who is, what is the Holy Ghost? He is son number two. They all are gods. Jesus is a God. The Holy Ghost is a God. The creator is a supreme God. He
1: is so great that he took of himself. The Bible says that the word was always with God. That's right. He's a part of God, always was, and the Holy Ghost always was. But God found a need to create a separate entity of
2: him. He done that because he could. He done that. But even before he made
1: himself be separate from the word, but together, and separate from the Holy Ghost, but together. They were always with God, and they're still with God. The only thing is, they have separate responsibilities. Jesus came and died that we might be free from the sins that we're committing, the world is committing, that we might be free to serve God freely, and Satan got busy, and he's still busy, trying to keep you and me sidetracked. I'm walking around in my 30s, at least 35, trying to find my way to God the way he wants me to be. Not the way man wants me to be, but the way God wants me to serve him. I feel like this. And I, at that time and today, I don't want my... Work to be in vain. I want to serve God the way he wants me to serve him. I want him to be pleasing to me. Am I doing it right? Because the church I was in, it was a church of what's happening now. A wonderful place to socialize in. Beautiful women, beautiful men. You go there and you get a date. You leave and you go home. Take her with you. Take him with you. Every Sunday. It, was a, it wasn't what God wanted. We didn't go to church for that. Everybody trying to outlook each other, outsmell each other, making noises with de- tingling things just to get attention. Ah, <sighs> Things that the devil do to get us sidetracked. You can't trust a lot of these preachers. They got some good preachers out there, good men and women of God. But you got to know for yourself because they got a lot of them out there will mislead you because they want your money. Uh, once again, here I ask for donations and I'm set up there talking against money. I'm not really. We, you know the society we live in, everything costs. But it's not the most important thing. I want to tell you something. I was told by a group of people that if I would come into their services, tear down the building that I built for God, they would build me a synagogue. Yeah, a beautiful building. All I had to do was come and serve God with them.
2: But I had to teach what they want me to teach. The way they wanted me to teach it.
1: But they would build this humongous building so that I could carry out my heart desire, which was to teach people how to be free academically,
2: spiritually, and financially. That is what
1: I've always wanted to do. I love people. I've always loved people. I became a teacher because the opportunity presented itself, and I just love people and to teach kids that to feel like I was being a help to them. It's just in me. But God saw this, so did the devil. And the devil will use a good thing and turn it to bad if you let him. If you will let him. you got to be careful. Your soul is the most valuable thing you possess. And you have a choice of serving God, and have eternal life, or serve the devil, and have this one life, and die and go to hell. It's your choice. A lot of times, it's really not much of a choice, because the devil is always there, trying to lead you in the wrong direction. You really don't mean to go in the wrong direction. It's just that, you've been lured there, enticed, encouraged, you know what? I have to be honest with you. I'm sorry about the years that I served the devil, that I was out there partying and having a good time, and with my mind not on God. And my my sin was probably worse than many many others. Not that I was doing so much wrong, in a wrongful way, you know, uh, but just simply not doing what God had intended for me to do. See, God called me to be a preacher. To carry His word from the womb. That's why He chose me. That was my calling. So for me not to do that was terribly wrong.
2: But God had patience with me,
1: and He stayed with me in spite of my stupidity. You know what? I think I told you this once before. I had once I started. I realized that I was going to have to serve God whether I want to or not. You know, I'm going to have to serve God because I don't want something bad to happen to me because I realized that, you know, those that are disobedient to God, things bad happen to them, you know, and it could happen to me. And I didn't want the bad thing to happen to me. I didn't want to go to hell either, but I enjoyed my sins. I enjoyed my sins, even the sins that wasn't much of a sin, you know, I like partying. I like uh, having a few drinks. I like Zodico. I love losing people from Louisiana. I didn't know why. i to find out later on my family was from Louisiana. You know? Yeah, Baton Rouge area. That's where they come from before they migrated to Arkansas. You know, trying to run away from the things that was going on down here in the south, trying to looking for a better life like the Hispanics are doing today. The Hispanics are coming from Central America and all over the South uh, uh uh trying to find a, pl- a better place here in America. That's why they're here. That's why my parents left uh Louisiana and, and my mother left Mississippi and my mom and dad met up in Arkansas and, and that's where I was born. And then they kept going up to around Michigan and that's where I spent my childhood. Yeah. But I'll tell you something.
2: Satan is a shyster
1: and he want to steal your soul. He wanted to steal my soul, especially because he knew that God had an assignment from me. That is why I was one of the chosen like you. You are one of the chosen. Once again, there are millions of souls out there, spirit souls that God could have chose from. But instead, he chose you and planted you in your mother's womb that she could give birth to you so that you could work for him. But you're not, like I wasn't. And it's not always all your fault. It's a lot of confusing things. And a lot of these people running around here calling themselves men and women of God, and they really only a concern about the finances. <sighs>
2: but God love you.
1: People don't tend to like me and you can see why I tell the truth, but people tend not to like me because they don't want to hear the truth. They like the sins they're committing. You know, I had a young man that I considered my son. I was really close to him <laughs> and I prayed for him a lot, you know, praise God. Uh, anyway, you know, and I, we prayed for him all the time in the church. He came up and told me, uh, Mr. Turner, what is that don't pray for me I said why he said because I like the sins I commit I like my demons too (laughs) (laughs) my demons and I get along just fine they like to drink I like to drink (laughs) they like women and I like women so don't pray for me (laughs) oh man he was enjoying his sin as I had enjoyed my sins years prior Yeah. You know, everything you do, pleasurable, is not a sin. But you've got to be careful and ask God what is and what's not. If you need a wife, you need to find yourself a wife. Now, wait a minute, let me take that back. Too many people are finding themselves a wife. Too many ladies are finding themselves a husband. Let God bring you a husband or a wife. Do not marry anybody outside of the church, outside of Christ, outside of God. If they're not believers, forget it. It's, it's, they forget it. Yeah,
2: because hopefully they have a
1: life just like you. A calling on their life. And they were willing to serve God and follow you. If you go to a club, And you marry, you're kind of calling on your life, but you're going to go to a club and find yourself a wife. Or you're going to go to a club and find yourself a man, a husband. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble.
2: Uh, Let me tell you
1: something. You are special in the eye of God. God wants you to look to him. I apologize, Lord, for not getting on the right track sooner, but I did. not But I ask you, God, to forgive me for my weaknesses and the things that I'd done wrong before. I thank you, Lord, for, for the years that you gave me without allowing any harm to come to me because you love me. I thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes at this time that I can see where I was going wrong. And I'm praying, Lord, that many people that are sitting around today and listening to this podcast, they'll look back at their life and ask themselves, am I pleasing to God? Now, if you're not, then ask God, what can I do? Let God work it out. You don't work it out. Let God work it out. We've all sinned and come short to the glory of God. But God is able to forgive and fix things. He's a fixer. He fixed me. I'm asking you to let God, let everything go. Just let God. Just talk to God in Jesus' name. Go somewhere alone.
2: Uh, just alone and talk to God. Find yourself a quiet place. Talk to God. Get away. Talk to God in Jesus' name. I'll
1: ask you once again. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of the offerings that you've sent. We want to thank you for it. Excuse me. We want to thank you for it. We ask you to pray for us because we have problems just like everybody else. Satan has not forgotten us. No, he's focused on us. And he wants you to see the worst in us. So we ask for your donations that we can continue this podcast. Pray for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God.
0: Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rochere, Texas 77583 It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, or cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at Turnerman at yahoo.com, Turnerman at yahoo.com.